0: Stop wasting time with people you don't like, you can't trust, and you're not interested in. Join the Patterns of Possibility Discord server and start making real, meaningful friendships. This 21-year-old and up community is dedicated to practicing real friendship-making skills. We provide a supportive, safe, and inclusive environment to discuss the good, the bad, and the ugly of our friendships. Here's just a few perks from joining our flourishing community. One. The best one, I think, is that you're gonna get great tips on how to find friends, how to fight fair in friendships, and how to recover from these friendship breakups. I host weekly friendship events featuring real friendship issues and resolutions. It's almost like free group coaching. And this is a two-way conversation you are going to share your experiences with other group members and they will share their experiences with you you want to be connected and practice these friendship making skills the whole purpose of the server is for you to come here practice these wonderful friendship making skills and take them out into the real world see what happens and then come back to us in the server and talk about your successes and your failures what you could do differently so that you can try again let's support each other so we can find real meaningful friendships if you're interested, you can apply at my website patternsofpossibility.com slash discord sign up. And I said apply because we appreciate quality over quantity and we request that all newcomers go through a little screening process before they're allowed on the server. So if you're interested in joining a supportive, safe and inclusive environment that helps you make genuine lasting friendships, then you need to check out the patterns of possibility discord server. You can sign up at patternsofpossibility.com discord sign up. Hey, what's going on? My name is Coach Lee Hopkins. My pronouns are he, him, his, and you're listening to the Patterns of Possibility podcast. This is a podcast dedicated to helping you replace harmful patterns with new possibilities. In each episode, we explore topics that inspire you to be yourself, live your truth, and and make lasting friendships in this episode we're going to explore unreasonability is that a real world i don't know being unreasonable we're going to talk about what it means to be unreasonable your definition is probably different from my definition it's probably different for the next person and then the next person but how do we get on the same page how do we know when we had enough how do we communicate that we've had enough how do we do all those things and more are you ready Let's go. So I know that I talk about making friendships here. I'm getting ready to tell you a story about a relationship, relationship, romantic relationship, because I I think that you really need to have a friendship with everybody, everybody and anybody before you move to another level. I mean, as a friend, I think you generally tolerate, not even tolerate, that's that's not a word to use for your friends. You don't tolerate your friendships. You cherish them. You cherish the time that you have the energy that you share with another person. So I bring all this stuff up because I'm getting ready to tell you about a romantic relationship in which we weren't really friends. And I think most of my romantic relationships showed up that way um, where we weren't really friends, meaning that after we were intimate, like physically intimate, we didn't have anything else in common. We didn't really share the same hopes, dreams, and desires. And I think that a friendship and a friendship and a close friendships that I'm talking about, you do. You share those kind of things. Um, So when I talk about being unreasonable, I want to share the story with you about how I believe my partner was completely unreasonable. It's a Friday night. We're at a jazz bar listening to music. Chilling. And it's pretty early. I think it's like 8 o'clock. It's really early. Um, After the show ended, we were like, well, what do we do now? What do we do now? We have some time. We're walking around. And I recommend some things. I'm like, well, let's go to this place. And they say, nah. I was like, well, let's go to that place. And they say, nah. Let's go get something to eat. Nah. Okay, then what do you want to do? I ask, because I'm getting shot down. Everything I say is not the thing that they want to do. So, you know, me and my relationships, I'm basically like, whatever it is you want to do, I'm going to (laughs) do. I'm going to try my best to give you whatever it is that you need. (laughs) So I basically was relying on them to decide what we were gonna do. I throw out suggestions and they say yes or no, right? That's what it was happening. But everything I said, no, 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 no. So you know what, I, I I had this thought that, well, if I'm always getting it wrong, then maybe they know what they wanna do. So I'll ask them, what do you wanna do? What do you wanna do? And their response was, you know, I just rather you keep telling me these things and I'll decide from what you choose or what you say. I'll pick from what you say. So they wanted me, Lee, to continue to suggest ideas so they can shoot them down. That's what it felt like to me on the other hand. That's what it felt like to me. Like, hey, I'm suggesting this. I've suggested three things already. Um, you don't want to do any of those things and you have no idea what you want to do. So uh, let's just go home. Let's just go home. And they're like, ah oh, mm, Okay. And so I'm pretty tired and beat because I had a long week and I really just want to grab a lift and go home. But they had said no, no to that too. No lift. We need to get on the train, take the train and go home. And I'm like, I don't want to do that. I already just called the lift. Let's just get in the lift and go because I'm pretty tired. And they were insistent. They were insistent, let's get on the train. Let's go, get on the train. I'm like, no, I don't want to. I don't want to walk to the train. I want to walk from the station. I don't believe there's any reason for me to try and save any money. In this case, I'm tired. And look, hey, while we've been talking, the lift is right here. It showed up. Let's go. Let's get in. Open the door. And I say, you want to come in? Want to come in? And they're like, no, I don't. And they stormed away. And I was just like, I don't understand. I don't understand what's happening here. Why do you want to go on the train? Before Before they were even saying that their battery was dying and they weren't really familiar with the train. It was night and they were alone. What the heck? I thought that was pretty unreasonable. So what I did, you know, is I held the door open I decided to blow up my relationship and get in the lift. (laughs) Of course, I got in the lift because they put themselves in this situation that I thought was completely unreasonable and unnecessary. No matter what it was that I suggested to do, it was no, 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 no. I'm like, man, I can't. Why do you want to create this kind of drama and chaos for me I was so frustrated with that very proud of my decision to get in the lift though very proud of my decision not to lose I don't know if you've if you're listening and you've you've had a lift before you know they charge you five dollars or something if you don't get in the lift so I'm like man that's that's as much as the train ticket not as much a train ticket but it's more than a train ticket I may as well just get in the car but anyway I'm not going to harp on that so much more. I want to focus really on the fact that I thought my partner was unreasonable. And I wanted to make them, I felt like their, their unreasonability or whatever it was that was happening with them was all my fault because I didn't have the right answers. That's what I want to, that's the point that I want to share with you about the story is that Whatever was happening for my partner was happening for them. And it wasn't my fault. It wasn't my fault. It wasn't, I wasn't causing their dissatisfaction. In fact, if you had a friend that you tried doing more things that they like and been told that you're coming on too strong or doing less things that they like and being told that you need to do something more you are getting mixed messages, you know, spending more time with them, less time with them, texting them, liking their memes, not liking their memes, not following them, stuff like that. You've been doing whatever they have said that you should do. If you've been doing something like that and you felt like, wow, they're unreasonable. They're unreasonable. If you felt like that, I want to let you know that it's not your fault. It's not your responsibility to care for them, it's not your responsibility to fix that in them. In fact, you can't. You can't really, fact. You can't. You can't fix that in them. But as a friend, you can provide great support for them to help them figure that out. And the way you provide support for them is not forgetting about your feelings, not forgetting about you trying and them disregarding, or you trying and. Um, them telling you that you need to try harder, you know. Don't forget about those feelings and just try to to see their side, to see their point of view. That's not a great way to provide support, and it's not a great way to provide support because you forget yourself, you disregard who you are and what you really want. You continue this pattern of believing that what you have to say and your feelings don't matter essentially like you know keep asking and what watch them say no and hope they don't say no or hope your feelings aren't hurt when you keep trying to do the thing that they say they want you to do and then they say nope I didn't like that nope not good enough like Goldilocks and the three bears it'll never be just right You know why? Because they determine if it's just right. It's them. It's their feeling in the moment. It is their desires. It is what they want. And if they don't know what they want, if they don't know what they want, you can never get it to them. You can never get it to them. In my experience, when friends and people that I've encountered are being unreasonable they aren't really sure of what they want i believe that they're having a moment of powerlessness in which they can't control whatever it is that they're trying to control they can't have whatever it is that they're trying to have because they don't know what it is that they want i believe though that they want a feeling of peace and serenity they want a feeling of comfort and safety. They want a feeling of that, but they just don't know exactly what it looks like or how to get it. So what I'm saying here is that as a friend, you can provide support and helping them reach that. Because no, they don't want to go to a different dance club. They don't want to go to a different bar. They don't even care about going on the train. They don't. They want something else from you. They want something that looks like support and safety and connection. And I believe that there was a little belief back there when people seem to be unreasonable, just from my own observations, when they seem to be unreasonable, is that they believe that you show value when you do something for them, like in the physical sense, like something tangible that they can touch. That's when you show up as valuable. That's when they believe that you care for them. If you've tried this and you've tried that and you've done as they have asked, they feel one, powerful because their words have inspired you to take action. And two, they feel loved because they see that you are doing something to try and help them solve their problem of feeling disconnected. From personal experience, I'll tell you that it never worked. It never worked for me because I was always doing something for my friend that they did not need. My friend, my partner, whoever. If they said jump, I said how high because I thought that it would give them the serotonin or the joy that they needed to see me authentically. But that's not how we connect with each other. That's not how we connect with each other, by doing things for other people. We don't. I want to talk to you, the person... Who is trying to placate their friend or their partner? You who have the unreasonable friend or partner, I'm talking to you. To provide support for your friend or partner, what you really need to do is to talk to them about the feelings that you have of you doing the things that they want you to do and not getting the results that you want. Because the results that you want are essentially to make them happy, right? And because you can't make them happy, you feel probably despondent, a bit miserable, frustrated. And eventually, you're going to feel like this relationship isn't worth it. You have inherited their sense of powerlessness. Stay with that, right? You have inherited their sense of powerlessness where they can't control their environment but they feel powerful because they inspire you to change your actions and do things for them but you who is doing all these things for them always fail to placate them it is never good enough so you hoping that your action will have the result that you want never does it doesn't and you spiral into this place where you're frustrated all the time and it doesn't even they do not even have to say anything to you if you're in it long enough if you're in this situation long enough then you have to say anything to you or ask you anything it just automatically becomes a look or or an action like they have and you know that they're dissatisfied and you feel powerless and you feel powerless so you want to be able to talk to them about what is happening with you, be authentic about your experiences and feeling powerless or frustrated with the fact that you do what they want, you value them as a friend, you value them as a connection, but you can't seem to be happy in their presence or they don't seem to be happy with you in the presence in their presence. You know, they don't seem to be happy with you. It's not your feelings aren't being acknowledged. You gotta bring those to the front because we're talking about we're talking about creating a real connection here. So you have to bring them to the front. You gotta talk about them. All right. So now I wanna talk to you, the person who is asking for things, but never really satisfied with them asking for actions and are satisfied with them. I'd ask you to notice that you are not satisfied. I'd ask you to genuinely connect to the person who is willing to do whatever for you. I'd ask you to genuinely connect with them by telling them exactly what it is that they can do for you and how you are going to feel when they do it and why. Why will you feel that way? I want you to do that for two reasons. I want you to follow up with some stuff. I'm probably giving away too much here, but you can do it. You can do it. All right. I want you to tell them those things. Tell them what you want them to do, how you will feel and why you will feel that way. And when they do it, check in with yourself. Check in with yourself. They did everything that you said. Do you feel that way? Check in. Make sure it's correct. Make sure it's right. All right. Keep that. Write that down. Make sure you know that for yourself because the next time they do it, the next time they do that thing for you, make sure you have the same feeling associated with it and the same why behind it just so you can be on a level set of what actually works for you. What's good for you? Because both of you want to know that. Both you and your friend, they want to know that, what it is. But see, it happens with you looking inward. I'm telling you, though, that this is not a blame thing. I'm not trying to blame either one of you. I'm not trying to criticize or or harm or hurt you or anything. I just know this is a phenomenon that I have dealt with, that I have lived through being on both sides of the fence, you know? So, to cure that, let's have a conversation. I'll be right back with the Reddit friendship advice question. Hello, I'm Coach Lee Hopkins. I'm a friendship coach and an expert in helping people build strong, meaningful connections. Do you find yourself feeling disconnected and alone? Are you looking to strengthen your relationships and build a supportive network of close friends? Look no further. I'm here to help. With my close connections assessment session, We'll dive deep into your relationships and identify areas for growth and improvement. You'll learn how to build stronger bonds with the people you care about and create a supportive network of close friends. Imagine waking up every day surrounded by a close-knit group of friends who understand and support you, no matter what. With my expert guidance, that vision can become a reality. So why wait? Book your free 30-minute close connections assessment session with me today at www.patternsofpossibility.com. I can't wait to help you build the relationships that you deserve. So book your call today. Go to www.patternsofpossibility.com. I'll see you soon. All right, now it's time for the Reddit friendship advice question. If you have a friendship advice question that you think I should answer, tag me in it on Reddit. My handle is brilliant and resilient. That's brilliant, the letter N, resilient. Is it unreasonable of me to expect my 23 year old female close friend to wish me happy birthday without Facebook having to notify or prompt them? Okay, so this happened in June, but it's more relevant now as my friend's birthdays are at the end of the year. Now, I don't use Facebook, so I have the option for people to be notified for my birthday off. I'd hate to get a load of birthday messages and not know about acknowledging them, so I'd rather just avoid that kind of situation altogether. To cut to the chase, my birthday came and went, and not a single message from my closest friends wishing me a happy birthday. I've never been one to actively advertise the fact that it's my birthday. I personally perceive that as a little intention-seekery. So I didn't say anything about it in our group chat. Weeks went by with not a single one of them having a clue about my birthday even happening. Even when I probed them about the date blank of June was and why it's significant, no one knew. It's all around now that my friends start to have their birthdays, and of course I wish them happy birthday. These couple of months, I declined to go to two house parties of my friends because I was too mad or upset to sit in a room and act like there wasn't an issue. And there hasn't been no one questioning me, no questioning as to why I'm not going to their parties both before and afterward. Am I expecting too much? Well, yes. Honestly, yes. You're expecting way, way, way too much. And I'm saying this from my own personal experience because I had a birthday. I posted about this on Reddit too. I had a birthday come up and I was like, Nobody said anything to me. <laughs> no, honestly, I made a really post I really I made a really awesome post about it. And um I said, Wow, nobody they talked to me, but they hadn't said happy birthday to me. So I had to sit and think about what I really wanted here. I really wanted them to say happy birthday. I really wanted to wanted them to acknowledge me. And what I would done in the past would be something like what this poster had suggested or, or said, which is not say anything and kind of expect them to know what it is that I want them to do. I expect them to know that it's my birthday and they should be saying happy birthday to me. That's what I would have done in the past. But the post that I created, when I started talking about, when I started thinking about Myself and what I wanted was them to say happy birthday. And the only way that they would know that I wanted them to say happy birthday was if I told them, if I'd asked them, if I said, hey, it's my birthday, please say happy birthday to me. And guess what? I did exactly that. And guess what? My friend said happy birthday to me. I've known these people for over decades, several decades, when they weren't paying attention. We don't talk that often and it wasn't something that was on the front of their mind. It was something that I wanted, and I communicated that to them. If we were to dig a little deeper into it, this poster really wants the friends that they have to know them deeply, to care for them, and to think about them. Know, that, know the things that are special to that poster and express them. The poster believes, in my humble opinion, in my observation, the poster believes that their friends do not care for them, do not know what is special to them, do not know what's important to them, do not know them at all, their feelings, don't consider their feelings at all. And I would say to the poster or anybody That you have to tell them your feelings. They don't know. You're right. They don't know. You're expecting too much because they're not mind readers. You have to tell them how this has impacted you. You have to tell them how sad you are, how disappointed you are. And it's not to criticize or judge or shame them or hurt them in any way. You may be feeling that way, but it's not to attack your friends. You see, they don't know how you feel. You are simply telling them and you're watching for their response. If they respond to you in a way that is loving and kind and interested in you. Oh, you know, I'm so sorry about that. I didn't realize it meant so much to you. Tell us why. You know, tell us about it. Not to criticize, not to blame, not to judge. That's not what you're there for. You're just simply opening up to them and letting them know what it is that they can do for you to be better friends. I think that you are being a bit unreasonable with believing that they know your feelings without you sharing them. That's the piece. So I know you didn't ask me to answer this question, but I did, and I hope that it helps take care redditor thank you so much for asking your question i know that you didn't ask me to answer it but i did and i hope that it helps best of luck to you take care my name is coach lee hopkins and you have been listening to the patterns of possibility podcast You can find me at patternsofpossibility.com and on all social media at Patterns of Possibility. And as always, I want to encourage you to be yourself, live your truth, and there you'll make lasting friendships.